Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rhema.org.au forward slash media. Well, we're going to get into something so wonderful tonight. But before we do, uh, we just need to just lift up our voices and praise him again. Let's just thank him for the blood because we have no access to the throne without it. Thank you for the blood. Oh, we're so grateful. So, 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 so grateful. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. It brought us out of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of light. Broke down the middle wall of partition between us. Between not only us and the Father, but also in between people. Praise God. And we can pray in unity. Walk in unity and work together in God. Okay, well, uh, tonight is prayer night, and uh, it was always in Tony's heart uh, from the beginning of uh, when the Lord put Sunday nights in his heart to um, to have prayer because prayer is something really, really essential um, in well to God. He, he likes to talk with us, and he likes us to talk with him. And um, But in, in our church family, it was really um, important and essential. So uh, we don't get to talk about a whole lot of our essentials every Sunday morning, but he felt like we needed to just ramp up um, uh, healing and prayer and worship, applying what we believe from the Word of God to worldview, and then every fifth Sunday, uh, you know, whenever a fifth Sunday comes up here in 2021, we are looking at um, evangelism, so evangelism revolution. So tonight's prayer, and we've been, uh, Tony asked for me to um, uh, start off with the kinds of prayer, and I thought about this, how, um, how important it is to have um, good, clear instruction on the kinds of prayer, what Jesus said, what Paul said, what the Bible has to say about the kinds of prayer. Uh, it reminds me of uh, waterways uh, that are built purposefully to channel uh, high tide water or uh, when water comes in into a city from floods and stuff. If there's a really good drainage system, um, then the water doesn't do damage. It's actually channeled in the right places, and it can be actually very powerful. And so um, I just see a real outpouring of a spirit of supplication and prayer um, on the church and uh, where uh, people just give themselves to prayer as they did in Acts. They give themselves to prayer. And there will be all kinds of prayer uh, utilized. And um, it won't just be, you know, a certain kind. And the Holy Spirit uh, conducts all these kinds of prayer. And it's not regimented. It's, it flows like a river. And it's just important for us to know how these things flow. And I don't know if we have that uh, slide or not on prayer. If it's, a, it's not a big deal. But tonight we're looking at the prayer of faith. This is a huge prayer. And, um, and so we're going to, I, I'm going to start this off. And then I'm going to have, an, have an, um, 
Lindy Sweet come because I, I want to um, provoke her with some questions on the prayer of faith. It's one that she commonly uses and then has had um, a lot of fruit in this particular kind of prayer. So um, I wanted to ask her some questions along this line. We're going to look at Mark eleven twenty um, two. Then Jesus said to the disciples, have faith in God. And um, he said that after he demonstrated speaking to the fig tree. And as my brother-in-law says, uh, Jesus didn't say when they asked Jesus about the fig tree dying, he said, don't try this at home. This isn't for you. This is only for, for me. I'm the son of God. Y'all don't try this. It's dangerous for you. No, he didn't say that. You're not qualified to do that. He said, no, have, have faith in God. And then he goes on to say, I tell you the truth. You can say, you can say to this mountain. And we, when we sing songs, we can say, Father, uh, you can move the mountains. My God is mighty to say. But actually, there's not any place in Scripture when it says that he can move the mountains. Actually, in the Scripture, if we care about the Scripture, and I like the song, okay, because he can move mountains. But the Scripture actually says, you can move mountains. So just raise your hand up and say, I can move mountains. Yeah, let's do it again. Raise the other hand and say, I can move mountains. Yeah. And he said, "May um, you can say to this mountain, be you lifted up and be thrown into the sea and it will happen. And you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you received it, it will be yours. So the prayer of faith is actually uh, part A and part B. One part is saying and another part is praying. And I'm going to give uh, Lindy the, uh, you know, the uh, latitude to, to go on either side of the praying or the saying. The prayer of faith can be declared or it can be prayed. When it's spoken this way, it's spoken to mountains. When it's prayed, it's spoken to God and things are received from God. This is a command and this is a receiving. It's beautiful. And so uh, we're going to look at one other verse of scripture and go to John the 16th chapter. These are, these are uh, key in, the, in this kind of prayer in John the 16th chapter and verse 16. I love, I love these really strong scriptures. Jesus said, in a little while you won't see me anymore, but after a little while after that you will see me again. And uh, verse 23, go to verse 23. And he said, and at that time, at the time when you won't see me, at that time you won't need to ask me anything. So our prayers aren't addressed. We don't say, Jesus, would you please do this? He said, I tell you the truth. If you will ask the father directly, we can ask him in his name. He will grant you your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. Brother Hagen said this. He said, this charter prayer promise is perhaps the most staggering statement that ever fell from the lips of the man of Galilee. <laughs> I love that. 
I remember him teaching that, and I loved that, the sound of that. It's pretty heavy, isn't it, in a, in a glorious sense. I'm going to say it again. This charter prayer promise is perhaps the most staggering statement that ever fell from the lips of the man of Galilee. I reckon we need to learn to pray this prayer, and if we have learned, let's do it, and let's do, it, do more of it. Praise the Lord. Uh, let us pray powerfully these two prayers. So, Wendy, if you just come ahead, and uh, we want to jump straight away into it. Okay. And um, within this, within this um, uh, testimonies, within this testimonies, and then uh, I'd like us to just tear it down, just tear it down a bit and look at uh, the construction of the prayer of faith. What you have found makes it work. Okay. So it's not just uh, cross your fingers, uh, cross your fingers, hope to die, stick a needle in your eye, you know, that type of a, whole, a horrible thing, you know, just hoping to God something happens when you pray. It's not like that at all. So what is it? Yeah. So if I give you, you want a testimony yeah. first? Yeah. Um, so a number of years ago, we had a break and enter at our home. And uh, it came into my heart to pray straight away. And we just prayed in the name of Jesus, obviously. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray that there's nothing hidden that won't be revealed or covered that won't be uncovered, uh, that we get all the evidence we need, the perpetrators of crime are caught, and we get our stuff back in Jesus' name. Yeah. And an interesting thing about this, whenever you pray the prayer of faith, someone is going to challenge you. Hmm. The thief comes to steal the word that's sown. So there's immediately going to be a challenge. So um, we phoned the police, we put in a police report and we're <clears throat> holding fast in our faith that they're going to be caught. And David rang and he was talking to someone who said, they'll never catch them, we got broken into, the police never get them. So then you've got to fight back because, you know, it says, whosoever shall say unto this mountain... He will have whatever he says. So the last thing that you say is going to be what you get. So we said, no, we just believe they're going to be caught and we'll get our stuff back. So that was, that was okay. A little while longer, our kids who were adults came home and they had a torch. So they went up in the back of our estate. This was when our home was first built. We're talking like 25 years ago. But they, there were very few houses around. There's one being built right up the back. They went up there with a torch and sure enough here's all our stolen stuff stashed up at this house under construction so our kids stole the stuff back from the thieves brought it back home went back up there and waited for them to turn up again sure enough they come up with this ute to pick up the stolen stuff <laughs> and there's nothing there but they got their number plate so we gave the number plate to the police and again, David talks to the same person and has said, they'll never catch them. It's always stolen. It's always a stolen vehicle. They're always fake plates. They'll ne not get them. So we said, no, we just believe that they will get them. So we, rang, we were in touch with the police and they said, yes, we know exactly who they are. They're under suspicion for other burglaries in the area and we're on to them. So there you go. You sp <laughs> Faith begins where the will of God is known. 
And if you don't know the nature and the character of God and you don't know what belongs to you, then you don't know what to pray as you ought. And um, we knew this scripture, we'd used it before and we knew that it would work. So we could pray that in faith, but you have to stand in your faith. You can't let anyone steal it away from you. And, um, you know, Mark eleven twenty three, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in their heart, but shall believe those things they say shall come to pass. Then the Lord goes on to say, Therefore, so you ask yourself, what's the therefore, therefore? Yeah. It's connected. Yeah. So the first part is commanding, but it's also a lot in there about speaking. We release our faith in words. So we have to speak according to the word of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his word, we know that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. So Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus was able to say, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. So how many of us have that confidence when we pray? It's called the prayer of faith. We believe and we speak. That's what faith is. It believes and it speaks. But you can't believe and speak if you don't know, first of all, that it's God's will. So that's what we have to find out. And his nature. You know, we need to know the true character of God. He wants us healed. He wants us prosperous. He wants all of our needs met. And then we can come boldly to the throne of grace and we can receive through that prayer of faith. And this was a, a very simple example of it. But it worked beautifully. It's uh, so amazing. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Tell another one. Okay. So um, it came into our heart. This is a long time ago as well, but okay. it's a good one. We ca- it came into our heart <coughs> to go to Bible college, and it was when Rhema was in Perth. Yeah. Back in 1985, end of 85. And um, we sold our house supernaturally. It's a long story. I won't tell the whole story, but we sold our house supernaturally. Um, the moment we decided to go to Bible college, it sold on the day that we were telling our pastors. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, we're preparing to go. So we said, right, we're going to go to Perth for a week and buy a house. And then we'll come back and later in the year, we'll move all of our family over there for Bible college. And again, our faith was challenged yeah. by our pastors. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they said... You've got to be kidding. Have you ever been to Perth? No, no, we're from Brisbane. We've never been anywhere but Brisbane. We've never <laughs> been there. So you're telling us you're going to go to a city you've never, ever been to and you're going to buy a house in a week. And we said, yeah. Because, you know, faith is a belief that causes you to act. If you believe that you've Say heard that from again. God, Say that again. faith is a belief that causes you to act. And that's one way of telling that you're in faith. If you're in faith, you will step out like Peter did on the water. You will step out because you believe. Wow. That's and that's so the way good. that I check mm. if people are in faith. Mm. I, we had an example on divert, going off track a bit, but I had an example just recently of someone who was believing for a car. And uh, we spoke to them about finding a car. And, and I said, Do you have your driver's license? And this person said, No, not yet. And I thought, well, didn't you tell me that you've agreed in prayer for someone and you prayed to the Lord for a car, but you don't have a driver's license? (laughs) And my first, I said to David, this person's not in faith. That's how you tell. Because if you're in faith, you're going to step out on that word. You're going to step out in faith because you believe in your heart, you're releasing your faith in your words and your actions. Yes. 
So our words and actions were, we're going to go to Perth and buy a house in a week. So we prayed the prayer of faith and we asked God to show us the house for us in Perth, in this place we'd never been to. Anyway, he gave, in prayer, he gave us this address, 6 Melbourne Place. And we went, it was in the old days of the street directories before you had Google. And we got the street directory which we bought because we were planning to go to Perth and we looked up 6 Melbourne Place. There was only one Melbourne Place in the whole of Perth. Wow. So we jumped on the plane, we, f- we flew over to Perth, got a hire car, drove straight to 6 Melbourne Place which was in Thornley. We got to this house, wasn't the kind of house that we would live in because we were used to architect design and, you know, weird. We liked weird. Um, cathedral ceilings and all that sort of stuff. Um, and we thought, why are we here? And these people came up and they were, they'd just moved over from South Africa and we started to talk to them. They said, we've arranged to rent this house. And they said, um, the lady, we were just chatting, we said, well, we believe God sent us here today. <laughs> we're full on, you know, we believe God sent us here. <laughs> she said, well, she said, I've been here for six weeks and she said, ever since I got off the plane, I've had ringing in my ears. It's just awful. So I said, oh, that's all right. God will fix that. So, and I felt my heart to hit her, just gently. So I just hit her at the side of the head. Oh, wait a second. Okay, she's stacking stuff up here. (laughs) Just gently, and I said, (laughs) ringing, stop, in Jesus' name, bang. And it was, she was totally healed. Wow, that is so But that got us into that suburb. And then we thought, well, what do we do now? She's healed. We're here. God said this address. So we got in a high car, and we thought, we'll look around this suburb. We drove around, we came to this street, I think it was called Regency Drive, and we saw some people at the front. Turns out they're Christians who went to Rhema. And they said, oh, there's a real estate agent next door. We'll introduce you to him. So this real estate agent starts to drive around. He said, now don't show us any normal houses. We don't want any normal houses. We don't want just a low-set brick. We want something, you know, architect design. So he showed us all these boring houses. And we saw this weird one. We loved it. And out the front it had this big sign, was it under offer? Under offer. And we said to him, what does under offer mean? He said, oh, they're always sold when they're under offer and just flicked us. And we thought, we've got to get rid of this guy, he's an idiot. So (laughs) we we got rid of him and we drove down the road and we ended up at the shopping centre called Maddington. And Karen will know all these areas probably. And we got out the car and there's a real estate on the corner. So we go to look in the window and the agent comes out and said can I help you and we said well we don't know but we've just seen this house at 42 Grenadier Drive we really like the look of it he said oh I know that house he said that house is under contract but the interest rates have just gone up and that lady if we talk to her she might decide not to follow through on the contract so we went and looked through the house and the outside was exactly what we liked but the inside was pretty not nice And the moment we walked through the door, the Lord showed David how to renovate this house and to get an extra room and put a beautiful staircase in and do all these things. So next thing, the lady pulls out of the offer. We didn't even have to negotiate. We bought the house for the same price that that the other people had negotiated it. And we went and ordered a new washing machine, a new TV and a new fridge, I think, for when we moved in. And it was the second day and we didn't know what else to do. So we were ready to go home. We had to go and sightsee a bit. I love it. So that was 
you know, we, we knew, we were fully persuaded. We can go for a week. Yeah. And but you didn't need a week. Well, we prayed. Yeah. We prayed, you know. So that's the, f- the prayer of faith. You believe that you receive it when you pray. Yeah. And you have to hold fast because people try and talk you out of it. The devil uses people. No, you can't do that. No, it won't work. Yeah. No, you're too fat. No, you're too thin. No, you're too old. No, you're too young. Yeah. There's always some excuse, but you have to stand in faith. Yeah. Now, there was yeah. something that I heard in your testimony, Lindy, too, uh, that um, um, you, you knew it was the will of God, and you, you prayed it, and before you left Brisbane, you already received it mm-hmm. from the Lord. Yeah. So you actually just went to... Uh, to Perth to just collect on it, yeah. just just to just to receive it. Yeah, L. yeah. So uh, uh, I just to identify everything. Mm. But what I heard in that was the first lady that you came to. Um, there's there's also in the in how God answers everything and brings things to pass. You have to still be led by the Holy Spirit too. Absolutely. So that lady. Uh, was healed, but she was, her house was not the one that you were to buy. No, and we knew that. So you could be thinking, you know, with something so supernatural. I missed it or something. You missed it or whatever, and that, uh, you know, the lady was healed, Mm. and uh, you could be thinking, well, this is it, Mm. and then be hopelessly confused Mm. after it didn't come to pass, and that can can make you wobbly. Mm. But... You just hold to the original thing you prayed. That's right. Yeah. That is so good, isn't it? So more good can come out in the processing of of Mm -hmm. the answer to prayer than just the answer to prayer. Yes. Because the lady that you whacked, Mm. (laughs) I love that, don't you? (laughs) The lady that received healing... um, yeah, you didn't pray about that before you left Brisbane. No. That was just something extra that the Lord. Yeah. So by in the, way, the journey from <laughs> the prayer to to uh, receiving everything, I mean, you received it here, but it all coming to pass in Perth, there were some other unexpected good things. That's right. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. And by the way, we'd only been saved 18 months. <laughs> 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 and um, so there's no limit to how old you are in God. You know, God will Lindy, use the youngest so Christian. Good. If you're willing to stand on the word of God, he'll use you and he will, he will meet your need and he'll answer your prayers. It's not, it's not, oh, I have to have gone to Bible college and done all these things. We hadn't done any of that. We now, were, let we me were ask babies, a question really. about that because do you think that sometimes we talk ourselves out of uh, the potential of the prayer of faith, of uh, the saying and the praying, uh, the potential of it because we, I'm talking about after we walked with the Lord a little ways, because we get to thinking, mm, you know, maybe this, maybe too many maybes. Absolutely. And some people start to look at, we can start to compare ourselves among ourselves okay. and we we'll look at somebody else and they might get an instant manifestation to their prayer and we've prayed it and we're still standing in faith six months later. And we're thinking, what's wrong with me? Does God love them more than he loves me? Or, you know, what's wrong? But really, we're fighting the good fight of faith where we have to stand on what we prayed the first time, regardless of how long it takes. 
So the fight of faith actually happens when it doesn't happen instantly. Yeah. Um, so, so how do you do that? How do you fight that fight? I know we've had gone over some things that already in other past prayer nights that fit in that, but how do you fight that fight after you've prayed something, received it from God, mm. and it didn't happen the next minute, then what do you do? Well, you know, the Bible says to, to pray with all types of prayer and thanksgiving, um, prayer and supplication, sorry, with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So if you believe you receive it, again, faith is a belief that causes you to act. If you give me something, then my first, in the natural, my first response is to say thank you. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep on thanking the Lord. And Bible hope is an earnest expectation. So to me, faith, hope, love and patience all go together. Faith works by love. Um, Bible hope is expectation. Patience keeps our faith applied while we're waiting. So they all go together and we're, we have an expectation on the inside of us. I'm looking all the time for the manifestation. I'm not, I'm not letting go of the manifestation. I'm expecting the manifestation, yes. which is a big difference. Yes. And, you know, too many people get talked out of it. Yeah. You know, they, they think that they're believing, but really... Um, if you're observant by watching someone, and it's sad because the last person to find out they're deceived is usually the person who's, the person deceived. who's deceived. But, you know, um, by watching people, it's very easy to locate them by what they say and the way that they act. So, you know, have they Have they really believed or are they, have they let go of their promise, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So thanksgiving is really important. Really important. Yeah. And engaging still mm. with patience. Yeah. And uh, and keeping a hold of the of the answer. Yeah. We actually minister to a lot of people. You would have seen us here. We minister to people for healing, and it just really, I, I can't. It bog. I, I don't want to say boggles my mind because I don't want to make a neg negative confession, but. I just, I can't understand how so few people are grateful and how so few people say thanks to God. When you, when you minister healing to someone, you can tell they haven't really received it because they're not thankful. Yeah. They're not saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you for your healing power that's got, you know, they may even feel a tangible anointing, mm. but often I don't hear them say thank you. And we even try and encourage people to say thank you, don't we? You know, say th thank you, Jesus. But, you know, that's not the same as somebody automatically doing Spontaneously it. Spontaneously because they believe it. they have it. Yeah. If you really believe you have yeah. it, then you are grateful. We had a, there was a lady in Warwick, um, Betty, her name was, and she was probably in her late 70s. And yeah. she had really bad, I think it was um, osteoarthritis, and she hadn't really been out of a house for several months and she used to like gardening and things like that. So she was housebound. And we had a meeting and we, we prayed over her, we ministered healing to her. I can't remember whether, it, I think we took authority over the arthritis. Her immediate response was to bend down and touch her toes. And that's what we want to see. <laughs> we want to see people that are willing to act on their faith. If you really believe you received it, you're going to act that way. And if you, if you look at yourself and, and look at your response, that will show you whether you were really in faith when you prayed the prayer of faith or yeah. not. Yeah. Do you know what? Before we go any further, let's just do something right now. 
because I know that there's prayers that we have been praying for different things. It, it won't matter what area. It could be something mm -hmm. physical, financial, family, whatever it is. But you, you have laid hold on a promise of God. Let's just mm. take a, a corporate moment right here just to lift up some thanksgiving to God. Strengthen your grip on what God has promised you. Yes. Lift up your voice and let's thank him. Lord, I thank you. <laughs> I thank you. I have received that. I see that in my heart. I see that done. Oh, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord. She stands complete and full in all the will of God. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, that is so good. All right. Well, tell us something more that you have learned in the praying of faith, uh, in the praying, the prayer of faith that has helped you. Okay. Yeah. You said so you were mentioning that faith, our faith, hope, and love work. Yeah, yeah. But that also really I good. prayed, um, I, I was, we were pastoring. Yeah. And I wanted to teach on prayer. Yeah. And I'm sort of saying to the Lord, you know, I don't really know whether I know enough about prayer. Can you please teach me about prayer? And the disciples did that with Jesus. They said, Lord, teach us to pray. Yeah. And, um, so he did, and what he told he told me three things, which really made it simple for me. He th he said the first one is the will of God, yeah, which is what I just quoted before in one John five fourteen and fifteen. You know, this is the confidence that we have in Him. If we pray anything according to His will, we know that He hears us. Yeah, and if we know that He hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we've desired of Him. So again, you know, faith begins where the will of God is known. So first thing. Um, is not to just pray off the top of your head. It's a lot more power in it when you pray the word. True. You know God said it, and there's power in that word. That now word has stop it's you a on seed. That? Yeah. Uh, after all of these years of praying, you said that you don't just pray off the top of your head. You you pray. Does that mean that still you go back to the word? Absolutely. Yeah. You don't go just by memory. No. No, I, what, what I'll do is, um, well, the Holy Spirit is our yeah, helper. Yeah, yeah. He's the one called alongside to help. So everything that I do in prayer, the Holy Spirit's involved in. Definitely. So I would ask him, you know, Lord, what can I pray in this situation? And, and I always think it's good to pray about what to pray about because a lot of people just jump in and pray without really finding out from the Lord the best way to pray or getting the scripture from God to That's pray. That's really key right there. That's yeah. really good. Pray about prayer. Ask yeah. God. Yeah. So I'll, I'll normally pray in the spirit. For I'll ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, we have prayer here at church. Everyone knows we have prayer groups and things. When I pray here at church, I like to pray in tongues first yeah. and, and ask the Lord, what do you want me to pray about in English? That's because good. then I know that I'm praying in God's perfect will and I'm speaking out what he wants me to speak out and I'm using the scripture verses that he wants to give me and then I know that there's an anointing on it. That is so really So I'm not good. just doing it out of my flesh. So you get his help first. Yeah. Mm. So I'm finding out, number one, the will of God, mm -hmm. what he wants mm -hmm. and from his word. Mm -hmm. The second thing that he showed me was the will of man and a lot of people pray fleshly prayers 
and you know when the disciples asked Jesus how to pray you know he said pray in this manner our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread he didn't say give us this day a Ferrari red but we've got all these people who get onto a so-called prosperity doctrine and they want to believe for us you know a, a Learjet or a you know, a big mansion or, you know, they're fleshly things. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe that God, he wants to bless us and he will yeah. bless us. And yeah. we've, we're incredibly blessed. David, at least once a week, says, I couldn't tell people how blessed I am. They'd be jealous. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because God has really blessed us. He's mm -hmm. blessed us in, in earthly, natural things. He's blessed us with revelation. Yeah which we just, he's invested so much in us that we want to be able to share that with other people. Yeah. And he will bless you and he wants to bless you, but he doesn't want you to be fleshly and selfish yeah. and mm -hmm. have selfish ambition. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's said in James that people pray, but they're praying out of their own selfish lust and they're wondering why they're not getting their prayers answered, yeah. but it's because it's selfish ambition and yeah. flesh. So the will of God was number one, uh, the will of man was number two, and the third one, which we all know, is to pray in the name of Jesus, which yeah. you quoted the scripture before. Yes. We pray to the Father in Jesus' name because that is our access yes. into um, the kingdom. You know, we need to pray in the name of Jesus. We're not worthy of anything without him. So um, they, were the th they were very simple things. And then I just learned over the years about, you know, that you have to stand in faith and you can't be moved. That's good. So, you, you know, I always look for the scripture, look for the scripture from the, from, and then I release my faith in words. Yes. And, you know, the actions should be automatic. Yes. You don't have to think about how should I act, you know. I'm going to be in faith, how should I act? Like Betty, Betty Springgate last name, well, she just bent over and touched the floor. <laughs> she wasn't didn't need anyone say hey Betty bend over and touch the floor yeah or Betty see if it worked yeah or Betty just try and see what you can do yeah it was after I just get out in the name of Jesus and over she went because yes. she believed the words that were released in faith yeah and we can release the prayer of faith over other people just the same as praying the prayer of faith for ourselves yes so with David and I we use authority a lot and we use the command the mountain yeah that which is, is so really good. but but they're both connected they you know, really like are said, aren't they one is saying and the other is about receiving yeah so you you're commanding you're speaking and then therefore whatsoever things you desire yeah now the the clarification on that is whatsoever things you desire according to the word and the promises and the character of god yeah. not whatsoever things you desire in the flesh yeah so you, you believe that you receive it and um, that word receive is lambano in the Greek. It means to take. Mm. So the prayer of faith is not passive. No. It's not just praying a prayer and just sitting there and waiting for whatever to drop out of the sky on you. Yeah. If you need a new job, go and get some more qualifications mm. or go and start filling out your resume or start working towards it. If you're believing for a car, go and get your driver's license. That is you really know? good. To me, that that just, I just, wow, I was thought, I was shocked. 
<laughs> you know, this person's leaving for a car. And I said, have you got your licence? No, not yet. I said, well, you better go and get it then. And that's it, if you believe you're going you know, to drive it. If you it. believe, you're going to act on it. That's it, that's good. And that's what we did. And we've done this, we've done this with, um, we've sold multiple properties uh-huh. by speaking to the mountain. But again, the Holy Spirit, we didn't just say, house I call you sold in Jesus' name. We went to the Holy Spirit and said, Holy Spirit, what price should be put on this house? We're not looking to rip anybody off. Yes. We're looking to get a fair deal. Yes. You know, what price should we put on it? And each time the Lord has told us the, the price, and then again you get tempted to cave in because yes. the agents come to you. Yep. Have you got time for another testimony? Tell, yes. So before we went to Bible college, the house we had at Callumvale, it was on acreage. It was We'd, we'd owner built it. Uh, it was about 25 squares. I don't know what that is in metric, but you'll get the idea. Uh, we prayed and asked the Lord how much, because we're going to go off to Bible college, how much should we sell it for? He said $207,000. So we talked to the house. Because yes. Jesus said, speak to the mountain. Yes. So he said, house, we're talking to you in the name of Jesus. Someone desires you, someone wants to buy you, and they're going to pay us $207,000 for you. Yes. In Jesus' name. And that was it. So... Um, <clears throat> the um, house around the road, which was 55 squares, wasn't it? 55 squares. Ours is 25. Yeah. Ours is several years old. Theirs is 55 squares, sold for $180,000. The agents come up and say, oh, you know, we said we want, we're getting 207. Oh, no, nothing ever in this whole suburb has ever sold for that much money. You know, you, I doubt whether you're going to get it. No, so we said no. You've got to stand your ground. This is fighting the good fight of faith. Yeah. No, God told us 207. We are not taking a penny less than $207,000. So anyway, um, during that time, we decided to go to Bible college. That Sunday, we're talking to our uh, pastors. We said that we're going to go to Rhema in Perth. They were all for it. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. They were Rhema grads themselves. This is all good. And then they, and then um, we came home and there was a message on our answering machine, our house is sold for $207,000. <laughs> no, uh, the biggest yeah. sale ever in that suburb in history. <laughs> At the, till that time, now yeah. they're about $2 million, but <laughs> back then, $207,000. Yeah. But God, oh, it's always the Holy Spirit in there leading us and guiding us you cannot have faith, you cannot pray the prayer of faith if you do not know the will of God. If you don't know what the word says, if you don't know what God has said to you about it, you need to find out first. Pray about what to pray about. Yeah. Then you can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain what you need because you are fully persuaded like Abraham. Yeah. Abraham was fully persuaded. Um, I and I know you guys are hearing what I'm hearing too, but you get you, there's such stability in what you're saying because when you're, pray, you're talking to God about what you're going to talk to him about, mm. then you know what he gives you is actually from him. So why wouldn't he answer what he gives you That's to pray? Right. You can't miss. You no, can't miss. so he actually initiates the prayer that you're going to give back to him. That's right. And it just comes back to him then and he, and he, he answers it. 
So actually, you talk to him about what you're going to talk to him about, and then so you know what his will is, um, and then you you work together with the Holy Spirit. So you work with the Word, you work with the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. What I'm hearing in this is so helpful so that prayer steers away from um, uh, it, it, it becoming really uh, laborious and where you start getting uh, self-conscious. Have I prayed right? That's is, right. Am I good enough in this? It can happen. I tell you, it can yeah, happen so yeah, fast. Yeah. I've had those those kind of thoughts before sometimes too. If you if there's a little lag between the time you've prayed and uh, it manifests. But if you know mm -hmm. what you've prayed has come from God yep. and you've hooked up together with yep. the Holy Spirit in yep. it, then that's the fight of faith. Yeah. Sometimes we think the fight of faith is fighting the devil. Most of the time, fighting, fighting, the ourselves. <laughs> fighting ourselves, <laughs> fighting our own brains. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's why it says for the fight of faith, you... you um, Take every thought captive and cast down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the word of God. And that can be in that interim period where after you've prayed the prayer of faith, you're waiting to see the manifestation of it. And all these thoughts are coming at you. The devil's got his fiery darts coming each way saying, it's not working, it's not working, it's not working. Do you feel that pain? Do you feel this? Oh, here's another bill coming in. It hasn't sold yet. No, the agent said you're not going to get that price for it. No, they said you're not qualified for the job. You know, you yeah. just—it's a fight. It is a fight. It's a fight, and it it's a fight. and it's standing on the promises and the word of God, yeah. and holding fast. Yeah, hold fast to that which you've got, and not let anyone steal it from you. So the prayer isn't just to God; it's actually working with God, I, which Absolutely. I think is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, in that in that prayer of faith in Mark eleven uh, twenty three, the saying part. Mm. Uh, Jesus said, whoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, uh, but shall believe the things that he saith. This last week, when um, in my own devotions, that came back to me. Uh, that he shall believe that the things that he says, and it's not even believing the things that God says, it's believing the things that he says. That's right. And yeah. I think that, Sometimes that can be yeah. a, a little mm, a little hurdle for some people. Uh, they they don't have a problem in believing uh, that God keeps His word, but because of maybe lying, uh, absolutely, <laughs> and not, not believing your own words, yep. it can be a snare when you're wanting to pray the prayer of faith. You actually have to believe not just God's words, you have to believe your own words mm. will come to pass. So if you say something will come to pass, then it will come to pass because you don't, God doesn't lie, but neither do you, you know. Can I, have you yeah, it's say. As you were saying that, yeah. um, not long after we got saved, we heard a story and it was about a pastor on the Gold Coast, and he had two daughters. Yeah. And one daughter had really, really long hair. It was, like, really long, down past her knees. And everyone, all these people would say to her, you've got the most beautiful hair. And she got into the habit of saying, yes, but it's so much to look after, it will be the death of me. Oh. Anyway, um, this is a true story, and we've had it verified, but we spoke to a paramedic at the scene. What happened was this pastor drove 
over, he was crossing the Narang River, went off the bridge in his car with the two girls in the car. The pastor got out, one daughter got out, the other daughter drowned. The one who drowned, they couldn't get her out of the car because she was caught by her hair. And then we spoke to a paramedic and um, who knew them and a friend of the uh, who knew this family and they said not only that but this pastor had a fear of driving across bridges. So the, you know, Proverbs 18, 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it will eat the fruit of it. And around this time we were learning a lot of teaching about the power of the tongue and yeah. you know, with, com- with that prayer, faith, yeah. you're speaking to the mountain You've, like you just said, you've got to believe your own words. So we got into the habit of correcting each other. Yeah. If someone said something that was negative, we'd, we'd just say, and Keith Moore's good on this. Yeah. He'd say, if you say so. <laughs> and, um, and then we'd say things like, are you talking about it or are you talking to it? And there was Ooh. one day David came out, he got up in the morning and he came out and he says, oh, I feel really stiff this morning. And I said, are you talking about it or are you talking to it? <laughs> Because we have to train ourselves to speak in line with the word of God if we want to have an effective prayer life. You know, putting that zip your lip. If you can't say something positive, don't say anything. Just keep your mouth shut. You know, um, we pray the prayer of faith. We speak to the mountain or we, or we, we request something from God. We believe that we received it when we prayed. Something is always going to come and try and persuade you. Otherwise, if you can't, just be thankful and keep saying, thank you, Lord, um, then just shut your mouth. You better just say nothing. Yeah. You know. Mamma mia, this is really, really good, isn't mm. it? When we think of this right here as being a, a, a sword, uh, we want to be really skilled with it. Keep it sharp. Yeah, keep it sharp. Mm-hmm. Don't dull it on, you know, with mm. with dumb words, you know, uh, and and don't use it in the wrong way to hurt people, or to hurt ourselves, or to hurt the purposes of God. But keep it really sharp mm. and and use it in the right ways. Mm. That is so good. Well, um, what we'd like to do, uh, there's a portion of what um, um, Lindy was talking about tonight, and I. You know, there's so many different areas across the board. There's things that you've already believed God for. And uh, there's things that you want to believe God for. I really believe God is wanting to stretch us to use this prayer more and more for his purposes and for his glory. He needs us to do this. And so elsewise, you just slump down into being just a natural human being that doesn't require anything supernatural. You just take life as it comes. God wants us to, uh, to uh, live supernaturally. And this prayer really catapults you into a supernatural life because uh, rather than just taking life as it comes, you start directing things by his direction to you. It's not just being rogue and telling God what to do. It's working together. Lindy, that is just so, so, so good. So what I I see us doing before we go 
tonight is this um, element of taking a hold together with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I believe the in this week, let's not put it off till, you know, a new season of our life, but I believe God wants us to use the prayer of faith this week. And, and there's, some all, there's some things that you've already used the prayer of faith in, and, uh, and God wants you to fight the fight of faith and not let doubt steal what you've laid hold on. But I believe there's some other prayers of faith that God wants us to pray this week. And, um, and so we're going to recognize them when we see them. And rather than just being lethargic, as believers, we're going to embrace opportunities to change the course of some things. Hallelujah. Uh, and th- but there may be some things you're already aware of, but you haven't yet prayed about it. I'd like us for, we've just got just a couple minutes here. Can we just all stand on our feet? And as I look across, you know, I know all of you are filled with the Holy Spirit. What a wonderful, wonderful help in prayer. Lindy, this was so rich. Thank you so much. Um, uh, but I'd like for us to just um, stir up the gift of, of, the, of the Holy Ghost on the inside of us as the helper. The Holy Spirit is so many things, but he is our help in prayer. So rather than being, uh, you know, just charging into prayer, uh, uh, you know, and then wondering, I wonder where he is. Uh, rather than that, let's just be real conscious in taking a hold together with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And uh, go ahead and lift up your voice. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Es mabrite. Going from strength to strength and from glory to glory. Out of defeat and into victory. Out of darkness and into light. Out of confusion and into clarity. And out of wondering into knowing. Out of one level of generosity to another level of generosity and responsiveness to the Holy Spirit. Being in the right place at the right time. From being tentative to being bold. And trampling serpents and scorpions and walking over all the works of the devil. Out of being silent into using our mouths. To pronounce blessing and to, to, to curse things that need to be cursed. Yanamagandurodiebre, jedi diebre, dedi diebre, dedi diebreta. 
Hallelujah. Well, let's just go ahead and lift up our hands and let's just thank him. We expect, we expect, we expect interaction with the Holy Ghost. We expect interaction with the greater one. He's on the inside of us, and he puts us over in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I think it was last Sunday night. Um, I was back in the back with Lahim and Danielle. And, and uh, Lahim, uh, I mean, Danielle was, no, which, which name, daughter? Uh, give me the name of your daughter. Yeah, yeah, it was you. Tell me the name. Charlize. Yeah, Charlize. Charlize. Uh, Charlize. Um, D- Danielle pulled her neck, and it was just like excruciating, just ah. And Charlize, how old are you, love? Eleven. Um, Charlize said, "Be healed in Jesus' name." So she was. Anyway, praise the Lord. <laughs> it's just the way it is. So we we don't have to be a certain age. I just love Jesus said anyone whosoever so lift your hand and say i'm a whosoever it's me praise god okay well this is going to be a mighty week we're going to work together with the holy ghost and uh, we love you god bless you you are blessed to be a blessing and we'll see you back here on sunday if you want to give lahim is back at the giving station And have a great night. God bless you. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.